welcome back to Glass and Brew. This is the 168th episode, and I'm gonna I'm gonna really I'm going for a marathon on this one. I've already I had very little to eat because um, that's what it's like doing online teaching. We're recording this on a Friday, and uh, so I literally had a snack right before recording this. Right after, well, it's at this time, uh, it's already dark, but uh, got that done for the school day, and now uh, I'm already too deep. So here, here we are. So if you, if you want to get the, the chaos, you can go to Patreon because they are getting a, a video episode and this one's going to be a special treat because I'm doing, I'm going to be doing two episodes back to back here and it's all before the election. So who knows what's going to happen? This is me. I'm still, you know, I don't know the results, although you, we might not know the results by the time this episode comes out on uh, on uh, Tuesday or Thursday or whatever day the, the episode comes out. Uh, but we're going to do this. We're, we're going to do this marathon. Uh, I've got the... You just heard it. it maybe you heard it. Uh, I've got an ice bucket ready to go uh, with with my refills so I don't have to get up because we're really... We're going for it. And I don't have a koozie on me, but it's over there. And at this point, I'm, I'm on my set, so I'm not going to get away. I'm not going to get up. But uh, it's another week. We, we did the mock trial um, in my U.S. history class, and it, it went well, guys. It, it really did. No, it wasn't me. That was the, cut that out in post. <laughs> so, uh, we did the mock trial. It was a, a bit of a struggle, um, for obvious reasons to get kids that don't show up to in-person instruction, let alone, uh, online instruction, uh, and trying to do something that, you know, a, a mock trial, it, it's better if you're there, for obvious reasons, and but we, we found a way. I found a way to make it work, and it went terribly. <laughs> so uh, I'm drinking these, uh, I guess, knockoff Coronas, whatever they are. They're really good. I don't know. Um, but yes, we tried. We tried to do the mock trial online. It just didn't quite work out. But some of the kids, it was really, it was really sweet how how much effort they gave me, and uh, I appreciated that. Now. It'll take me about two seconds to grade everything, so that I do appreciate, because uh, the kids aren't—they aren't doing their work, and it, it's a record at this point for how fast I'm uh, gonna finish grading. And now I got my family texting me while I'm podcasting. It's all good. Um, so it's—it's it's been that kind of a week, if you couldn't tell. Uh, it's a little bit of pandemonium, and on on Friday, the day I'm recording this. Uh, so Katie's birthday was a week or two ago, and there's still balloons. I'm looking at at least a dozen balloons across the room from me. Um, I, if one happens to explode or to pop uh, during this episode, that would be unfortunate. But that'd be kind of cool, right? Get it on, get it on the podcast. You get the real shit, not fucking, um, not censoring anything for you. It's all real. Uh, but there's a million balloons because I, I went all out with the decorations. And you can't tell because on my current set, it's a green screen, so um, it's all down anyways. But even if even if you did see it when I did the last video episode, it would have been covered up by CGI. Um, anyway, balloons are everywhere. And we know this because they've been there for a couple weeks. But Katie, when, when uh, she woke up, and I was already three classes deep into my schedule at that point. Uh, but when she woke up this week, the balloons have been here for a while. And... Uh, she goes, did you hear that last night? Evidently a balloon popped. And she said, and, and I quote, I thought a ghost 
was clapping. So I closed my, look, I think we've watched too much Bly Manor and uh, Hill House at this point. If she thought that a balloon popping, balloons that have been here for a while, and the most salient thing on her mind was, oh, that must be a ghost clapping. <laughs> Cheers. Ah, now the uh, reason I bring it all up is because right now burnout is is pretty pretty fucking real, um, and I've talked about that on the podcast before. Podcasty um, on the podcasty, we talked about it before. It's podcast in Italian, the podcasty, and it's it's burnout because at, at this point, and I saw it was uh, Dwayne Reed. Uh, he teaches in CPS, evidently. I'm going to move the mic stand again. <laughs> and uh, he posted something about how teachers shouldn't be expected. And he, he is a teacher, I'm assuming. Um, well, I know he's a teacher. But he was posting about how uh, holding teachers responsible for the attendance rate of students is, is a little bit absurd. And I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm at the point where my energy on uh monitoring students' screens has really gone down. Like in the beginning, I would close a kid's tab and open up the tab to Google Meet to help them out and uh, send them messages and announcements and stuff, like things that show up as pop-ups or things that are just on the sidebar uh, to really help them out and, and really, you know, I'm doing my best, okay? I'm doing my fucking best. And at, at this point now, uh, it's at the point where, you know, I'm doing all of that and... Uh, I'm getting a little bit of shit for not calling enough people, I guess. Even though, you know, the numbers don't work. Let's just address that. I called one kid and the number, multiple numbers uh, either disconnected. And then the one that wasn't connected was like ADT Systems Company for like home security. I don't know why how we came up with that one. It'd be one thing if it was like the Empire number uh, or, or something that has like a memorable jingle. Um as a commercial or or on the internet but no it was like some random fucking company or whatever maybe the the parent works there i don't know they didn't call me back i got an i got a security system it's all good we ordered one we got a security system out of it and no um like wow this is a thing for ring interesting and then uh i just wanted to call about his grades because he's not attending but i i wound up with this this like video doorbell it's interesting um but that's that's where i'm at is i'm i'm pretty I'm pretty over it. Um, if I see a kid that's on Netflix or Hulu, I'm not closing the tab anymore. Uh, I used to think like, oh, I'll screenshot and send it to the parent, but I don't think the parents care at this point. Uh, and, and I get it. You know, they're they're exhausted. They can't be on top of their kid 24-7. or some of them 0-7. And, uh, uh, but there are also some parents that are, that are truly overwhelmed. Um, and that I, that I do understand. And, uh, and I have some rock star parents, to be honest with you, too. Uh, I have had a few phone calls that have been that have gone very well. Um, so along the lines of burnout and, and phones not working and things like that, um, I put I put something on Instagram uh, tonight that I, I think was a, a good mixture of the, the cynicism and and uh, the optimism as well. And I put what's your what's your biggest frustration? Uh, <clears throat> of this school year. Biggest frustration of this school year. I even put LeBron in there. And I got a lot of good responses. So like uh, Travis Arroyo 
waiting for decisions, just going week to week, waiting for updates as to when we go back. Uh, one person was saying, uh, Fern G, uh, that I have to go to school in general. Uh, that ad, or, uh, This is Jen Sag, that admins still expect us to do all, yet we are in survival mode. Absolutely. Uh, Megan, who was just on the podcast uh, recently, too many responsibilities for teachers with not enough time. Absolutely. The phone calls and stuff like that that they're expecting, it's insane at this point. And we really aren't. Like, I'm, I'm making stuff. I, this is my fourth year now. And there are people that are in like their 10th, 11th, 12th, way more experienced than me. But we all feel like we're first-year teachers at this point because we have, to, we have to make everything or modify everything, which could be good in the long run. I keep adjusting the mic stand. Sorry, guys. Uh, it could be good in the long run because it's forcing us to, to adapt to the new world. But it's stressful. Building every day, modifying every day, wondering if it's going to work, talking to the void. I had some of my, my MBAR kids do, uh, they did projects and they got to share out. Like they were the ones that were running class for their, their five to 10-ish minutes, however, however long they took each. And uh, a lot of them were like, oh, this is really, I feel like I'm talking to my computer. And I was like, yeah, that's how I feel every day. Uh, um, Teach Run Love was saying, uh, relationships I've built with viral uh, virtual kids. Uh, it's way more personal than I thought. I mean, that's good. That's that's kind of a uh, that must be one that might might have spilled in from the the optimistic thing. Uh, but then she also said lack of parent involvement, even though they signed a contract for virtual learning. I'd be very interested to see what the contract for virtual learning is. Were there typos in it? Was there fine print? Because if it was in my district or in my school, I guarantee you both of those existed. Uh, I did also. Um, I added. <clears throat> Uh, I added a bunch of, uh, or some, a bunch of people were responding to uh, the positive as well, which I appreciated. And uh, I'm convinced that some of these are student ones that somehow got a hold of it. But uh, someone said, "I just, I actually, I hate school at this point. I get that." Uh, but the positives. So Megan mentioned uh, virtual PDs. I think there's no way I'm ever going back to in-person PD. So I'm 100% with you there. Uh, Lish mentioned all of the things in person tutoring for classroom teachers. That sounds more like one that's related to uh, the frustration aspect. So some some schools are requiring that teachers have uh, up to uh, ninety minutes or so where they are they have a group of kids in person that they're taking care of um, in tutoring uh, sessions, which is wild. Uh, the rotation of that it's like bus duty but tutor duty, and it's in person. And some people are hybrid, but some people are online, but then some kids can change their mind and the parents can, I don't know. Uh, and then uh, another person said, I still get to see my students in person and make that connection. So I'm assuming someone that is uh, hybrid or entirely in person. And it, it just shows you that there's all these people that we have these frustrations, but you don't hear about it because the only people that are in the news are non-teachers that are making the decisions. And that's a little bit disconcerting. And uh, Devin Siebold, he, he had a really good episode last week um, with just some, some tips for survival. And I think one of the biggest ones was unplugging. Now, I say that as someone on a podcast, but if you're listening to this audio-wise, good job. If you're doing the, the video, good job for you too as well. Thank you, Patreon members. You can go to patreon.com slash classroom brew if you want the video podcast. Uh, but it is, it is for sure one of those times where we, we have to remember to unplug, to set office hours. Uh, I say that as someone that right before I was 
uh, going to record this podcast about 20 minutes before, I was answering about a dozen emails from students and doing recommendation letters. And I'm discovering that the cool thing about knowing these kids for uh, four years, now that I've you know been at the school for a while, uh, it's cool to see them grow and uh, it makes the graduation that much more gratifying when they walk across that stage or walk across that drive through fucking thing. But uh, when it, when I was in my first couple of years, because I mostly do sophomores, it's not like I had to do a lot of letters of recommendation. I think I did one. Uh, and then in my second year, I think I did one or two. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is such an honor. But now I've got like a dozen that I got to do uh, per week. And, and it's not just schools. It's... it's uh, it's, it's job applications and internships and and scholarships and uh, grant applications and things. It, it, these are all things that I'm willing to do and happy to do and offered to do, uh, and I've talked to all these kids about it, but it's it's piling up. Uh, so I've got to remind myself to to really to uh, to unplug. Um, which reminds me, for my Patreon people, by the way, um, I'm thinking about doing uh, coasters, classroom brew coasters next. So we've done. The koozies, we still have some of those koozies left. Uh, we also still have some shot glasses left. But I'm thinking coasters are the next thing. And I say that as someone that doesn't have a coaster on my table right now. And I think my goal should just be to have every single item behind me and on me and around me as uh, branded branded merch. So that's where we're, that's where we're at. Um, so I think this is probably a good a good segue, right? I think we can probably get to... I hope you guys have liked the uh, the new segment uh, music that we've been doing. Uh, I really like making it, to be honest with you. I even posted the original version. It is updated now uh, as I stall to get the thing ready to go. Uh, but I think we can we can jump in to our our comment hero of. of Welcome the week. to the comment hero of the week. When someone's being an ass in the comment section, but they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. What's going on is you failed fucking social studies. Or when you see someone call that person out, they are our comment hero of the week. Yeah! Even though some heroes do call out those idiots, remember, don't call out a comment hero in the comment section. You can't fix them, and you can't fix stupid. So our comment hero of this week and this is uh, the second week of it being an official segment that we are doing. Uh, but this comes from, I've been following these these two Facebook uh, threads. One of them is the union, and the other one is, uh, it's about the, the safe return to schools in Illinois. Now, the the article itself, <clears throat> and there's a few of them that are, that are just, it's absolute gold. But the article itself was uh, a photo that was posted by the district of, what a typical spaced out kindergarten classroom could look like. And the room is fucking huge. It's probably two times the size of my classroom. Um, and, and it's basically just, it looks like your standard, like, uh, post-reconstruction industrialization type classroom with the, the desks all in a row and, you know, no opportunity for movement. And a lot of people are commenting on it saying like, oh, this is better than online learning, apparently. Okay. So... Online learning where they can take a break and stretch and move around and go, you know, do what they have to do and uh, get up. And now we're, for the sake of uh, argument, it, it is harder to engage with kids online. But now the alternative is, oh, they have to sit in a seat all day. 
at any grade level, that's that's a really tall task. For, for me as a fucking adult, that's a tall task. Let's just address that. Or not. But... Uh, but that's that's the gist of it, and this is the room. They even gave these guidelines, like you can't have stuff in your cabinets, and you can't you have to wipe things down every single day. But then there's also like a stack of chairs just haphazardly thrown into like the back of the classroom, as if some kindergarten kid isn't gonna want to climb on that fucking shit. Uh, so that was that was the article, and uh, our comment here this this week is uh, John S. Now John said, "You complain so you complain about schools." Uh, not being safe, but then you complain that they're being too safe with spacing. Now, in this case, John missed the whole point of why someone posted the article. I'll be the first one to admit that sometimes the union does post some stuff that's a little bit too in-your-face propaganda, but this one is just pointing out the absurdity of doing distance or doing uh, in-person instruction and. Uh, forcing kids into basically it, it, it's like nazi germany uh stereotypes of 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 education now we also have a couple comment heroes because they called this person out and uh one of them is amanda b uh and she said that's how this post came across to me too but read the thread above rachel the point is not to bleep her fucking name sorry rachel s uh, the point is that this age group of children should not be expected to space themselves and stay at a desk all day. It's developmentally inappropriate. Now, uh, and also someone added that it shouldn't be that way with a classroom that's just people or kids stuck sitting in one spot all day. It's it's a nightmare. Now, John, my guy, I know reading comprehension or uh, doing your due diligence might not be your strong suit. But it's okay because it worked out for you anyways. You you clearly you have a you have a job, you have access to internet, so you have some income. But I think the biggest honor that we can give to you is that you, you, sir, are this week's comment hero of the week. But also big shout out to the the people that that called them out, and I think that's important, um, especially in, in today's age. So um yeah, I mean it's been that kind of a week, and uh, I recently taught <laughs> taught some kids about uh, using the CC feature on an email when someone's not doing something that you that you ask them to do. But I think we'll save that for a later episode when we talk about the accountability of adults. <laughs> I think we'll we'll save that for a different episode. But um, thank you guys so much for for listening or or watching this episode uh, of Classroom Brew. Uh, I appreciate all that support. If you would like to get bonus episodes, exclusive content like behind-the-scenes stuff, uh, access to the video podcast, for example, uh, you can head on over to patreon.com slash classroombrew. I do want to give a big shout-out to my patrons uh, for supporting the show uh, every single month. That means so much to me. It, it, it really it amazes me. Um, if you still have not gotten any of your merch, uh, just let me know. I usually wait for the first item to arrive before I send the second item, and I think most people have uh, their items. Uh, speaking of those items, if you want that merch, uh, we're going to probably do coasters pretty soon, but we already have uh, the koozies and the shot glasses, all that good stuff. Uh, I feel like I say all that good stuff a lot, but um, yeah, that's where we're at. So that said, thanks for supporting, even though I suggested getting away from a screen. Um, make sure if you are, if you notice a comment here on the comment section, send us a shout out, be like, hey, or, or send me a screenshot of uh, the article 
uh, or a link to the article, and then, of course, who the comment hero is. Because we're in 2020, and that's just the world we live in where, where people, everyone has a platform, and they shouldn't necessarily, because not everybody has the greatest reading comprehension or the ability to do their due diligence. So uh, thanks so much, guys. I appreciate you. Uh, stay safe and healthy. I know this is coming out around the election time, but hopefully it was a nice distraction from you. Uh, but until next week, class dismissed. Thank you.